We're recording. We're recording live. Hello and welcome to... That was loud. Uh, hello and welcome to the first uh, recording live where we're actually in the same room, so the recording quality is probably going to sound a little different because uh, the setup is different. Um, but yeah, uh, Matt came over uh, for, for Halloween um, and we're going to be... Re- recording live here together um it's not weird let's move on what are we talking about today matt what have you been up to for the past <laughs> four three four weeks yeah i can't remember how long it's been it's been um, a while so last we were supposed to record last week which was already uh delayed a week because the week before i forget oh it was, it was your birthday so we didn't record on my birthday um because i had a birthday party going on at the time that we usually record and then uh, had Matt come over for s'mores and dinner the next day, and we could have recorded, but we didn't, because I don't know, I just didn't want to. Uh, and then last weekend, I, um, my daughter had got an ear infection, and she was just a mess all day, and I just, it didn't even occur to me that we were supposed to be recording that night. Uh, it was so horrible, like, just, she was a mess. Um, and then, yeah, so... Uh, my wife was just like, hey, on you know next Saturday, you guys are recording. So that was nice of her to like, yeah. make that a priority for us. Right. <laughs> Especially since it's Halloween. Tomorrow's actually well, Halloween, but trick-or-treating yeah. is tonight in a couple hours. Yeah, where we live for some reason. Well, I, I know exactly why it is, and we can talk about that later. But um, no, yeah, so we wouldn't have been able to really probably record tonight because of trick-or-treating. So... Uh, we're doing it earlier in the day. Uh, we usually do it after my kids go to bed and they're at a park right now and they'll come home and then we'll do trick-or-treating later. But yeah, right now is this. But yeah, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. I guess I had a birthday. Um, I got a bunch of woodworking tools. I forgot to show you. Uh, but it's um, uh, some stuff for doing like really fine detail work, like dovetailing, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. So uh, I can put my tools away for the winter, pull the cars into the garage, and I can just work down here in my office doing dovetail work, I guess, whenever I want to. Um, but other than that, I'm trying to think. Like Work's been a little nuts, I suppose, but um, I don't really talk about work. The fu- okay, here, this is kind of a funny thing about work. Uh, my bo- Whenever we have a new per- person, the owner of the company likes to introduce the new person to the employees by having us uh, introduce the person, like, sitting next to us. Uh, and he always, like, makes up, like, something silly. Like, so if this person was arrested, why would they be arrested? And so, like, you have to explain, like why this co-worker of yours like what they could possibly do to break the law he's done like i think that one once or i'm trying to think what some of them are they're just goofy and off the wall questions usually but the one this week from because we had a new employee was if the person next to you has a podcast what would their podcast be and uh lisa who then was curious because i told her i have a podcast and i told her about it so she could be listening to this she said Dexter would have a podcast called Nerd Shit, where he just talks about nerd shit, being video games, comic books, movies, whatever. And I was just like, that is my podcast. I have that podcast, but it's called something else. Uh, and it was funny, too, because she, uh, she was like, what's the podcast name? And I wouldn't tell her for a little while. And then I was like, it's a reference to this news anchor who said something about, like, uh, about recording. She's like, screw it. Let's just record it live. It's like, yes. 
it, it's it's a reference to that. So, uh, so yeah. And then I told her finally what it was. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so people at work now, I, I've not really advertised at work that I do this, but uh, just because like I don't know too many people at work who would be that into nerd shit, I guess. But since it became a big deal, um, which is the opposite of me, where the bulk of our listeners are employees of mine. Right. right. <laughs> uh, I don't know, like, because I, I just, like, whenever I talk about movies or comic books, or, like, the stuff we talk about on the podcast at work, I feel like people just kind of give me a blank stare, and, um, so I'm just like, all right, I don't know, and usually, I, like, if they ask, I'll, I'll, I, I'm not too shy about it, but, like, it just, it doesn't come up. Oh, I'm the same way, like, when I'm, if I'm, like, uh, getting to know someone, like, dating-wise and stuff like that, I'll say mm-hmm. I have a podcast every other weekend that I record with, mm-hmm. and they ask what it's called and stuff, and I'm like, no, nah, we're not going there. <laughs> we're not going there. Uh, we, we, no, I don't want to have to talk to you about what I talked about on the weekend. <laughs> no. Like, there's a lot of friends I have that do know about recording live and everything, yeah. but... I, uh, yeah, when I first meet people and stuff like that, but like at work and things like that, no, if I, people say, what'd you do over the week? I said, did my, I record my podcast. Yeah. Oh, what is it? And I'm like, it's just me and my best friend from childhood. We talk, uh, about what we've been up to, or we talk about movies that we've watched or anything. A lot, yeah. sometimes we have themes more, uh, more times than any, it's just playing catch up. It's just us recording yeah. us talking what we've been up to for a few weeks about our families or just what we've been watching or what we're doing and yeah. well now we can call it nerd that. shit we talk about nerd shit oh yeah i'm sure that is probably an actual podcast but it's probably like like stupid symbols for shit and uh yeah i suppose so listed so um uh, but no yeah so i guess that's that's what i've been up to not a whole lot i'm trying to actually think if i if i've done anything i've wrapped up a couple woodworking projects i only really have one left to do i feel like um otherwise oh yeah i guess i bought um journey into mystery i don't know what issue number that is uh i don't even know if it's called journey into mystery it's number 18 of a thor comic but it's uh, daniel warren johnson's variant cover of it with throg um i probably paid too much on it for it but it's the only comic i've bought for months um i just like the cover uh, and then I also bought an IG-11 toy, which I think we talked about last time. No, mm. we, we just no, talked I about it when we were talking. Like, yeah, about an hour ago. Um, <laughs> well, I think I, no, we talked about because I bought it. Yeah, yes. when, you, when you bought it, we talked about it. Otherwise, yeah, I just bought mine last weekend. Um, I, it's still in the package. I, I'm trying to decide if I actually want to take it out. I'll probably eventually take them out. I, I bought a second one so I could yeah. hang it up. I uh, they, they just announced something. with the, We were talking earlier about Hascon. They announced something. And I may have to buy it. I don't want to though. Which one? Uh, they 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 announced it. It's on pre-order for next year. It's the Navarro Cantina. Oh, nice. Yes, where the shootout and the finale happened and stuff like that. And yeah, uh, it's modular, so it's only one wall mm-hmm. and some stools. But yeah. if you buy two or three or four, you can actually <laughs> make other walls of the cantina, which is, yeah. that's how they do it with all their star Wars diorama sets. Yeah. And I saw that. And on the cover is, cl- uh, black troopers, death troopers. Um, and, uh, Mando and IG 11 on it. And I'm just looking at it and I'm looking at my Mando and IG 11 and I'm going, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I'd love to have that, but that is such a waste of money right there. That's a, that's a cool cantina, though. It's better than my cardboard one, that's for certain. Well, like, it's just, it's a nice cantina, like, just the layout of that particular establishment. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's a it's a really cool building. Well, I heard there was word that they were making a cantina, and I think everyone thought it was the Moss Eisley Cantina. Which would make sense. They might still be. They're making one for uh, the bigger figures. And so I mm. don't know if that's actually what they're doing or uh, not. Yeah. Like, but fortunately, we're right next to So here, this is what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's what you're buying. No, I'm not ordering this. Oh, okay. I have not ordered this. But, yeah, it comes with a dark trooper or a death trooper. So this is uh, just the bar of the cantina in from uh, Man- Mandalorian. Yep. But it's just it's just the bar and the wall behind it. It's yes. not really a diorama, I'd say. Well, what you can do is you can you can buy like the walls are fake, and if you want to, you can flip it. It's two sided. Oh. So okay. I'm not sure if. Yeah. So you can take this and you can attach it here, so it makes another wall. Okay. And you can also put another. Um, oh, it's got magnets on the wall. Or no. No, not magnets. They're like slots. Yeah. So you can so you can put more together. Yep. Like, see that? Oh, that's okay. actually that's on that other... side. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole modular system. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yep. So, and they did that with uh, the Rebel uh, ship in the first Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. or A New Hope, mm-hmm. where it was just a hallway, but it was one sided. But if you bought two, you could build the whole hallway, or you could do a corner and yeah. do a hallway down there. Hmm. So, and I like that, but it's also like, now nah, give us two walls. Give us two walls. Yeah. And uh, they did the carbonite chamber in Besman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's one side. Mm-hmm. So you have to buy two to actually build the whole carbon chamber and sure. stuff like that. It's a little obnoxious. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I have Jabba's Palace, which is nothing more but the wall where Han Solo's carbonite chamber is. Yeah. But, no, that it's, it's kind of neat. So I think it's like 50 bucks, but I'm mm. looking and going, no. <laughs> I wonder how hard it would be, though. I mean, because the design of those walls isn't too detailed, really. I don't feel like it should be too hard to, like, model up and just 3D print. If you're good with, um... Whatever, the Fusion. Uh, yeah, with, yeah, with Fusion 360. Amazing. <laughs> but, like, it's just generic, like, random shape. You or, build like, it, yeah. Because that, that wasn't, like, crazy detailed. Like, it, I didn't feel like there was, like, a lot of cracks, in, you know, in the no. wall and stuff. But it would just be then a matter of filling in the, the grooves, and which I have that putty that I've never opened up there for that sort of thing. <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> and painting it, but... Yeah, it's just... Yeah, but yeah it's, it's kind of cool, but yeah, that's what threw me off when I saw your IG-11 since you got stuff, and I just look at mine and go, it's pretty cool. And the figure itself is different from IG-88 enough, so it's pretty cool. What is the difference, I guess? Like, the the bandolier? Uh, he's got the bandolier, his coloring. IG-88 oh. is, like, uh, gunmetal or dark blue. Yeah. Um, silver, like, metal blue. And also his hands, IG-11, IG-88 has clamps, just two yeah. clamps. IG-11 legitimately has fingers. Yeah, and, and when, when you were telling me about that, like, his hands still look clampy, yep. but then they split apart to yes. fingers. Yeah. Yes, they do. Which makes sense mm-hmm. to be able to use a gun. Like, the whole concept of IG-88, like, if they actually thought it through, like, that wouldn't make sense. That thing was bolted to the ground in an empire. Yeah. That thing was literally bolted to the ground and had cables well, running through it to light it really up. in. Right? Yeah, it's the only scene, and yeah. then he was repainted and scrapped and thrown in the incinerator room in Besbin, and that's supposed to be him. Like, he did catch up in Cloud yeah. City, and Boba Fett shot him up, and yeah. he got thrown into the junkyard. Well, but then, like, another IG unit is in, supposedly, like, took up 
the mantle and continued hunting but he's like yeah there's like five of him or something like that and they go a b d and stuff and one of them and this is still canon somehow this is still Hmm. canon that he uploaded himself into the death star yeah well yeah 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 he was um well they removed everything from quote-unquote canon but that is still part of it for somehow where like he was actually controlling the blasts and stuff like that i still have the tales of the bounty hunter book yes which that's where that story is in. And for some reason, they, that, whole, it, that's, that whole book canon. No, I was gonna God, say no. the Dengar story. I don't think that would hold up. Oh, his wedding and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, neither would the Boba Fett one because the Boba Fett one is well. They tried to squint it around in later stuff, but yeah, it's it's very weird. But for some reason, you go to the star, you go to Wikipedia, and you go to mm. IG11's page. It's split up into canon and legacy. Mm. All of that bullshit with IG-88 IG being on the Death Star and stuff like that, it's mm-hmm. still on his canon page. Hmm. Which throws me off, and I'm like, I don't think that's is Wik- accurate. Is Wikipedia managed by Disney? No, God, no. So, I, I don't know that I could, I don't know that I'd trust they, that. They're, that well, it's Star Wars fans, they're pretty serious about sure. their their information and stuff like that. So yeah, I suppose so. I kind of wish that they did more behind-the-scenes stuff, but they don't. But, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, how was how was your last monthish? Ah, uh, let's see. I have a list. <laughs> uh, well, I I did a I watch I, I every every Halloween October month I watch scary movies mm-hmm. and uh, Lee does as well. I've been lenient on mine Mm -hmm. like i I used to make vlogs of them or i used to post photos originally uh for years i would post photos a movie a day Mm -hmm. on facebook then i switched them to videos and i did those for a couple years and for the past two i've been like i just don't have time it gets exhausting to shoot a video like because they were like five minutes long five ten minutes long but they were still a little exhausting to record then post and everything so, but I've been doing that, but I switched it up a little bit this year. I watched horror movies sometimes, and then I also did the endeavor of watching all the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors, and there's 32 <laughs> of them. The 32 Sim- half-hour episodes, 20 minutes, I yep. guess? Okay. Yes, and they are, yeah, I mean, they're the Treehouse of Horrors, I don't need to explain, um, really. They're just three, like, three stories an episode, and... Not canon or anything with The Simpsons, though I can't understand how anything in The Simpsons is canon. I don't think anything is canon. I mean, Lisa and Bart and Maggie have all had like six birthdays in the span of 32 years. What, ten and a half hours of Simpsons you watched? Yeah, which isn't that bad. I've done way worse, and I think I did it over the span of a week. Yeah, you got it. You got through it pretty quick. Uh, yeah, I watched. I think I watched like two hours a night sometimes, and those were just my movies to watch. Yeah. Um, they're not great. Like, I actually was bored uh, uh, over the past two weeks. I've actually been bored, and I started having nostalgic memories of the ones I like, so I started going back and rewatching a couple of those. Yeah. Being like, oh, I remember that one, and I, I, I laughed pretty hard, so I watched them. Uh, so I've been doing that. Huh. Also watching horror movies and watching, like, a lot of movies I've never seen either. Like, huh. I went on a John Carpenter kick, who is the director of Halloween, Right. And I saw one of his first movies. I think it's his like third movie he made or something like that. It was called a, it's Assault on Precinct Thirteen. And I've heard I'd, of that. I'd never seen it before. Was there, there was a remake of that. Yes, okay. with with Ethan Hawke and Lawrence Fishburne. Yes, okay. And I'd never seen the remake. I'd never seen the original, so I watched it. It's pretty good. Is it? It's not a horror movie, is it? No, but it kind of is. Oh, okay. So it's the movie is about. 
a, a police precinct that is shutting down. It's the last night until it shuts down. It has a skeleton crew of the captain, who's who's, who's supposed to be leaving, mm-hmm. uh, a lieutenant from another district who is supposed to take over for the night, mm-hmm. uh, and two secretaries or dispatchers, mm-hmm. and I think that's legitimately it. Maybe two other cops. And mm-hmm. the movie is about... Uh, also, a prison bus that is conv- that is supposed to be moving a drive like uh, had like a six to eight hour drive to deliver prisoners to another prison. Okay. And one of the prisoners gets sick. They have to stop at this precinct because it's the closest one. Okay. So that happens, and then there's also a gang that is terrorizing the city, <laughs> and they kill a little girl. The father goes on a vengeful a vendetta against them. Mm-hmm. Everything ends up converging on this precinct okay. where everyone gets stuck there and the gang is just converging on the precinct and assaulting it. And yeah, it's a it's a, oh, the power is out in the lo- in the area, the phones are out. So, Everything is supposed to be shutting down because this precinct is shutting down. Right. So it's pretty much these convicts and this police officer like trying to survive this this assault. And it's really weird. That just sounds like an action movie, but it's a remake of Night of the Living Dead. So there's zombies involved? No, the gang are zombies. They're treated as oh, zombies. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're just monsters, ghouls, essentially, that yeah. are assaulting this precinct. They're, they're, they have no names, no faces, really, or anything. They're mm-hmm. just attacking it, which is the plot of Night of the Living Dead, holding up in a house, making your last stand. Yeah. So it's really weird when I heard that. That's and I, funny. Yeah, <laughs> I, I watched a, a, a review of John Carpenter, all his films, and yeah. they got to that, and I'd never seen it, so I watched I listened, I'm like... Are they monsters? No, they're not, but they're they're technically. And then mm-hmm. I looked up the making of the movie, and yeah, John Carpenter, he was hired to essentially make a remake of Night of the Living Dead. Okay. And so he did it, but with people. So That's it's interesting. Yep. And then I looked up the remake, and I went, wow, this sounds like trash. Yeah. And it, it kind of was. Oh. But I heard it's not a terrible remake, but it's not great. Yeah. Um. I saw Halloween Kills, which came out two weeks ago. Yeah, you did you with Lee? No, I watched it at home. Uh, it got it was streaming on it's uh, streaming on Peacock, uh, NBC's okay. uh, service uh, streaming service. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I, I could we couldn't figure out when to go, right, yeah. and so I I was at work and I went. Oh wait, that's getting released on a streaming service. I think it's Peacock. Mm-hmm. So I looked up how much Peacock is. <laughs> Just like Hulu, it's kind of a middle finger. It's free, or five dollars, or ten dollars. Yeah. Five dollars will let you watch everything with ads. Mm-hmm. Ten dollars will let you watch anything, but with some science. stuff ads. Which I'm like, that's that's dumb. So even like certain movies will have ad breaks. Well, Halloween oh, didn't. Geez, yeah. yeah, I watched quite a few movies and they had some ad breaks in there. That was well, kind of I mean, terrible. It's like watching a movie on the WB, I suppose. Kinda, and. Um, but yeah, I saw Halloween Kills. I liked it. Apparently, I'm the only person who likes it. Like, the movie's not very well received, but I have fun. Yeah. It's it's a weird movie. It's got no plot. Do any of the Halloween movies do? Kinda. Okay. Like they kind of have plots, I've but not, never this films, so. this is yeah, and this is the twelfth one. And uh, <laughs> well, the, every, okay, the funny thing about that is every time I see a trailer for one for like the last I don't know five. Yeah. It's just like, is this the same movie? Because it's just no. it's just uh, what's your face. 
basically saying the same lines of like we're finally gonna kill him and yeah. then he ki- and then it's just like clips of him killing other people for a while and then that's the trailer yeah there's like 12 movies and there's like five different continuities okay they've made several attempts to reboot them and, and Jamie, Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis is just in most of them? No, she's in Halloween 1 and 2. Then okay. she's in H2O and Resurrection. Okay. And then, then she's in Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills, and then the one that comes out next year is Halloween Ends. So okay. out of 12, she's been in seven of them. So about half, a little over half. Yes. Originally, it was she was only in two, and then she came back for a couple more. But like yeah. the one she was in Halloween Resurrection, which was like 20, 2002, 2003, mm-hmm. Oh, man, she's in that movie for five minutes. And oh. she was contractually obligated to be in it. And oh. she was like, bare minimum. Hmm. Like, she did not want to do it. That's interesting. Yeah, she came back for the the H2O one that came out in 98. Yeah. And she was really gung-ho about it. And, but, yeah, unfortunately, she had some... Like a lot of these actors do, they have these multi-movie contracts with studios, so they get forced to be in movies they don't want to be in. Oh, so she didn't want to be in that one? She did not, but she she had a multi-movie deal, and that was one of them that they said she had to do, because if you don't participate, you'll get sued. Yeah. It almost happened to Bill Murray for, like, 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, this one came out, and she was very involved with this one. Hmm. Like, she... Uh, this movie's made by uh, David Gordon Green, uh, Halloween 2018, and then these ones. They're ri- they're written and directed by David Gordon Green, who did uh, Your Highness, Tropic Thunder. Oh. He's done a lot of Seth Rogen movies. Okay. And James Franco movies and such. And this is Weird. written by him and Danny McBride, who's okay. been in a mountain of stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is like their first attempt at horror and things. And the first one's really good, the 2018 first one. Mm-hmm. This one I enjoyed a lot. Hmm. It doesn't really have a story. It's just an hour and 40 minutes of just killing. And, yeah. I mean, I had fun watching it. And I look forward to the next one, even though I'm not happy with what the next one is they've already revealed with it. Oh, yeah, because it's coming out next year. It comes out next year. Well, all these movies were supposed to have, like, a year gap. Of coming out originally, Um, except for, like, the 2018 one happened, and then they said, okay, the next one's going to be 2020, and then the final one's 2021. So this one was just delayed? It was delayed. It was shot a year ago. Okay. Uh, And then they haven't shot the next one. It starts, like, in two months or so. They're going to make it in a year? Oh, yeah. Do they do? Is that a thing? Yeah. Saw movies all did that. Hmm. Uh, The Paranormal Activity movies all did that. Um, Like, that's the thing. Jason, it's, it's, these movies are produced by uh, Bloomhouse who does yeah. a lot of horror movies, it's micro-budgeting. Like, mm-hmm. I think the first Halloween 2018 was made for $10 million, mm-hmm. and it made, oh my God, a couple hundred million. Mm-hmm. And this one was made for 20 mm-hmm. So it's small budgets, focus on everything you need, get it done. Yeah. And uh, the next one, like this movie, Halloween Kills, literally picks up exactly where the last one picked up, mm-hmm. or left off. Yeah. The next, and originally it kind of felt the third one was going to go in that direction. Nope, we're going to set that one four years later in 2022 when the movie comes out, and hmm. we're going to talk about COVID in the movie. Oh, of course. And, and I was like, don't, no, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. It's annoying that they're going to do that. Yeah, I was wondering, like, with uh, the Marvel movies or the TV shows, like, if they were going to try to, like, work in COVID. Just... Luckily, we didn't have that problem. Instead, we had yeah. Thanos kill half the universe, and yeah. the Marvel uni- and the techni- and the current MCU takes place in 20... 2023. I, I always forget that they're slightly in the future. They did a five-year jump. Yep. 
I'm sure we'll catch up eventually. It's okay because Marvel's Endgame, uh, Avengers Endgame took place in 2023, yeah. and the one thing to take away from that is Fortnite is still a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fortnite is still a thing on PS4s. And, uh, uh, is he playing on a PS4? Oh, yeah. 2018, the PS5 wasn't even, I think, really uh, shown yet. Well, and then that's the joke, though, is that Korg is still playing a PS4 because the PS5 hasn't, isn't actually... It didn't happen yet, but, oh well, man, Sony still is up and running, even with half the universe being dead, half of the Earth being killed. Right. The rest of the... the we got views of an end, endgame of everything looks like a third world country now. Yeah. But hey, at least Fortnite still is up and running. I mean, people gotta have something to do. Oh man, I don't know. We built a lot of monuments of everyone's names. Yeah. But yeah, Fortnite. I, I remember I rolled my like that is one criticism I had for Marvel's Endgame was me rolling my eyes when I've seen think Fortnite I being played. Even playing Fortnite. Yeah. It makes sense that they were, I guess. It was very. What was popular? Yeah. yeah. Um. Hmm. My. Oh, let me think. Oh, my. I, we, Dexter and I talked about it two weeks ago. My Wi-Fi router finally gave up on yeah. me, so I bought a new one. So hopefully my <laughs> recording is, sounds better. Like I, I don't know that it sounded that bad. It, it, on my end, it did. Like I was having oh. a hit, like re- mutant a bunch of times because I get fuzzy. So oh, I'm, interesting. Okay. Oh yeah, mine. Like you would turn into robot half the time, and I went. I just had to tough it up until you started speaking, and mm-hmm. then I would have to ho- hit hold call. And resume it to reset it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a problem. A little behind the scenes of the podcast where on my end things were a little rough. Yeah. And uh, I bought that. That was was my weekend. Yeah, two weeks ago. Huh. And was it? No, it was last weekend I did that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yep. And, uh, uh, oh, I picked up, no, it was two weeks ago. It was. It was before I went to your place. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I finally picked up Game Pass for the Xbox. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. I think I finally got rid of it. <laughs> I well, uh, it's a dollar for what three months? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the initial thing is a buck for three months, and then I think it's fifteen dollars after that. <laughs> yes, and I got a thing because I thought it was a dollar for one month, but mm-hmm. then it said my next billing was January, and I'm like. That seems weird. And then I think you told me, no, it's a dollar for three months. Yep. The reason I did that is because Back for Blood came out. Right. And I've been looking forward to that game. I mean, I talked about it a year ago on the podcast, and I've mentioned it a few times. Oh, it got delayed. It's frustrating. Yeah. And the game finally came out. However, I didn't buy it. I, for the past, like, it got delayed about four, three times, I think. I waited... Right. Until it was going to come out because I wanted to know what the reaction was of the game. Mm-hmm. And see gameplays because I wanted to know, is this game going to be broken on release like everything else is? Yeah. Because every time a game comes out, it's busted. Yeah, it's uh, what Cyberpunk was, uh, Fallout 76 was, that other weird outer space game was. Yep. Oh, oh yeah, uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah. All these big games come out and they are busted to shit. Like, yeah. I think uh, most games are. So I waited. So, it came out, I think I spent a week watching gameplays of it, mm-hmm. and I kind of just went, huh, mm-hmm. I'm not wowed, like I'm not impressed by this, and I've been waiting for this game for a long time because mm-hmm. it is a successor to my favorite franchise of Left 4 Dead, Yeah. So, or one of my favorite. So, I kept watching gameplays, and I just kept going, I'm not impressed, mm-hmm. and I texted some of my friends who pre-ordered it and bought it. 
and they were like, "What do you think? What do you think? Are you gonna? Are you? Are you get? Did you get it? No. Why haven't you gotten it? Because it's sixty dollars, and I don't spend sixty dollars on video games. Actually, it's fifty. I found out at Walmart. Mm. Yeah. So I kind of even was like, "Hey, it's ten dollars less." But I watched. I watched a lot of gameplays, and I'm like, "It's just. It just doesn't feel right." Mm-hmm. And my friends all said, "You know, now that you mention it, I've only played about one match, and I'm. I'm kind of feeling the same way." Hmm. So, after a week and a half of it coming out, I finally was like, oh, wait. Like, I've watched streamers talk about it, and people ask the streamers, is this game worth it? Is this game worth it? And the streamers I watch go, just get Game Pass. Just get it for a dollar. The game is on Game Pass. Instead of spending $60, just pay a dollar and play it. Yeah. And so, that's what I did. I, I ordered Game Pass, and I... I downloaded it. it. Took took quite a while, and uh, I uh, I fired it up, and my initial reaction was exactly how I felt watching it. It just doesn't feel like it's. It just doesn't feel charismatic. Yeah. And uh, but I have been honestly playing it. I think a level a day for the past week. So it's a game with levels. For some reason, I thought it yes. was a sandbox. No, it's not a sandbox game. Oh. It is a. It is huh. uh, just a straight up shooter. Okay. Um, you get from point A to point B. Okay. And it has a it has a unique system behind it where it's zombies coming at you, and there are special kinds of zombies. But it has a thing. It's got a card system in it where you build a deck of cards, and they are perks for your game. Okay. And they have corruption cards. So, for example, uh, you build a deck of fifteen cards. Okay. Before every level, you get you pull out a couple, you pull out a card or two, yeah. and it'll say. Uh, Health boost, hmm. uh, gun uh, stamina boost, uh, ammo increase, stuff like that. So yeah. it'll increase your gameplay. Some of them have de- have bad advantages, have disadvantages. But you also get corruption cards, which will make the game harder. Mm-hmm. So every level, you draw a new card, hmm. and also a corruption card uh, that will hurt you comes up. Okay. And then throughout the game, you can find file cabinets or little file boxes, and you can pull out more cards. I guess it just makes the gameplay different every time. Yes, it does. Okay. And I, get that. I got a card, a bad card. Mm-hmm. It was like it was a it was a it was kind of a double-edged card where it was a motorcycle helmet and so it increases your defense and protects you, but you can no longer aim with your gun. Mm-hmm. You're just shooting blind and I couldn't figure out like I did, I got the card and I didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I couldn't aim. So how do, like, do you just face in a you're just shoot, direction? You're just shooting, but you can't lift your gun up to aim it. So okay. you're just you're just firing blind. So it's like it's like yeah, it's a shooter that has aim. Like you hit the left trigger and it'll aim your weapon. That's disabled. So you're just firing uh, blindly. Okay. It's so awful. It a, so it's is it third? third it's first person. person. It's first person. Yep. Oh, but the, it's just like. The gun, okay. Yeah, yeah, it just you're, the gun's in your in your HUD, yeah. but you can't lift up for precise aiming. So if you have yeah. a sniper rifle, so you can't snipe. Nope. basically. can't do you anything. Just, basically, I hope you have a shotgun sort of situation. I played two levels with that until I finally found out what happened. I went yeah. through my decks and I saw that card. You can't remove them. It's uh, permanently in your game. So you have to play that way now. No. <laughs> oh, that sucks. I started over. Yeah. I didn't have a choice. I couldn't do anything. Right. Yeah. Like you can't use mach- like machine guns, pistols, like mm. anything. You just shooting blind essentially. Yeah. So I I started over 
and I I just got back to where I ended like this morning. I got up and I got breakfast and then I played a few games and <laughs> I'm back to where I was like a week ago because I just I don't play a lot of video games. I play I, I play I set myself for like an hour or two a night and that's mm-hmm. it. If that if I don't want to watch something I'll play, but. Uh, that's what I've been just doing is just playing this game. So it's gotten better for me, and I've gotten better in it. Mm-hmm. But I know I tried to get together with a bunch of friends last weekend. Uh, when we didn't end up doing the podcast, I texted my friends oh, and yeah. said, hey, because originally I was like, yeah, we can play around 10 o'clock. Because uh, that would be about when we'd finish the podcast. And mm-hmm. so I after I just kind of played the game and stuff, and then I texted and said, hey, around 10 o'clock I can play. All right, sounds good. I'll let them know. So they let two friends know. One backed out because he wanted to play at like 1 a.m. And I <laughs> said, nope. Nope. I said, dude, we can play from 10 till about midnight and then I'm going to bed. Yeah. And we texted another friend. He said he'd download it. So, and this was around 8.30 or so. Mm-hmm. Plenty of time to get it downloaded and everything. At 10 o'clock, I get on and I start playing and I'm checking my list and stuff. Nobody's online. I wait and I wait. And I think by like 11.15, I finally said, I'm not playing for 40 minutes, so then I just got offline. Yeah. Last night, I texted one of those friends and said, hey, man, I was online from 10 to, like, 11.30, and I went to bed. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I sent you, like, 10 invites. And Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, people don't get those if you're set for offline. And you're set for offline. Mm -hmm. And he was, because I actually got a notification that said, hey, so-and-so's playing. And I go to my list, shows them offline. I go to my in-game uh, lobby shows he's off. He's not playing. Oh, I don't. Yeah. So I texted him and said, "Yeah, dude, if you're offline, can't play the game together. You got to turn it back to online so I can actually see what you're doing." Yep. I've, I've never even done that. I wouldn't have even known that either. Yep. I wondered because I got a little thing that said he was playing. Yeah. But huh. eventually I just gave up because sure. it was it was half an hour before I was going to go to bed. So I finally just said, "Well, I'm just going to go lay down." And that's is that the zombie game you're playing? Yep. Yeah, we were going to play Back for Blood, because we all used to play Left 4 Dead yeah. 13, 14 years ago when it came out. And we would play that. That was a game, like, we would play till like, 3 or 4 in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I was also, like, 23. 23, yeah, yeah, 24. Yeah. I don't think I could easily stay up that late and still function the next day. Nope. Try to think, like, uh, the last time I've ever done that was probably just because, like, a kid was sick or something. And so, like... It's just like you just like I can't even sleep because like I'm a you know this kid is screaming because they're no. gonna vomit or something. But like yeah, I don't know. I don't even remember the last time I guess I stayed up late playing games or some or watching movies or anything. But I've never been the type to really do that. Like whenever anybody wants to go to like a midnight showing, I'm just like nah, I'd go. I'd, I'd rather go see it tomorrow. I I used to <laughs> when I was younger. I did the midnights. Yeah, I know you used to go to. A lot I used of to go to midnight showings. I would, I would play games. The last time I actually did stay up and play video games that late was with PUBG, mm-hmm. and it was with other friends that played. Yeah. And <laughs> it was it was torture. Like, it, it was for me. I mean, I was doing it just to do it. Yeah. But I was not thrilled by it. Like, it would be 3 in the morning, and I'd be yeah. like, guys, it's time to go. One more game. One more game. It's like, it's so late. I really want to go to bed. Yeah. And... Luckily, our friend who always wanted to do that, he had another kid, so he was like, <laughs> he was struggling himself. Yeah. But eventually, then also a Call of Duty came out, uh, and I wasn't gonna buy a Call of Duty game. Yeah. So we stopped playing together, and I would love it if they'd get this thing so we can play it at night. But yeah. It's I I I'm enjoying the game, but I do kind of look and go, 
uh, am I actually going to buy this? Like, am I going to spend 50 bucks to buy this in reality? And I might. It, the problem is, is you have to have Xbox Gold to play it as well. Online? Yeah. Oh. Well, not even online. You have to have Gold. Oh, just to play it. Like, if you own it. Yes. So if my Gold expires, if I activate the game, it'll say, need Gold. I have a few games that are like that. To play online? No, just to play it. You have to have Gold just to play a game that you bought? Yes. That doesn't make any sense. Seven Days to Die is like that. What, why? Like, what's the point of that? Because it's an online game. Oh. Even though you can play privately, it's still an online game, so it's always going to register that you need to have a gold membership like, to play it. Do you mean Xbox Lite or Xbox Game Pass? No, gold. Gold, okay. Yeah, How like this. 60, 65. Oh, my word. Yep. See, that's why I don't like that. No. No, it's all subscription guess... services. We were complaining earlier about the Adobe packages. Which, yeah, I looked up the price. That's ridiculous. Everything is a subscription service now. Yeah, well, Everything. I mean, that's how they make more money, and but like you know, I'm I'm all for. We're changing topics now, I guess. Well, no, that's I'm, fine. I'm all for that as long as it's a better product. But it's yeah. not Adobe. I mean, okay, Adobe is better than what it was when it was when you buy the discs or whatever. Yeah. But like, it's it's still a pain in the neck. Like, it, I don't know. Like, it's every designer's favorite thing on Twitter to complain about Adobe products. Yep. But the thing is, is like the, their competitors aren't any better than they are. Like, I know one competitor that is better than Adobe Photoshop, and that's a what's that? Procreate, but it's an iPad program. Yeah, Pro- Procreate is nice. It's an iPad program. Yes. But and it's a lot cheaper, and it's ten dollars fee. Ten dollars. Yeah. That's it. Ten dollars. I bought it like four years ago, and I'm still using it, and it's updating on like a quarterly to six month basis. Yeah. And that's nice. It it has some things that are better, way better in Photoshop, mm-hmm. but Photoshop still has a few things that are better, and it's because that's PC related. Yeah. Adding text into imagery is something that Procreate didn't have. Yeah. It does now, but it's not perfect. Well, and really, in Photoshop recently got better at that. It, it didn't used to be, and I think it's kind of like they're starting to kind of like. I don't know, like, the different programs are kind of being incorporated yes. into it. So, like, Photoshop can now do SVGs, and like, and it does text, basically, mm-hmm. like, Illustrator. Yeah. And so, like, now you almost don't need to get Illustrator if you have Photoshop. Yeah, you don't really, like, I stopped using it. basically Illustrator built in. Yes. It's still, it's a little clunkier. Does it have Live Trace? I think... Because Illustrator has Live Trace, and that's what I used to use for my oh, drawing. Oh, yeah, I don't know, because I, I, I don't use Photoshop okay. much. I, I mostly just use Illustrator anyway. I know, like, and you're the opposite. All my friends who went to college with and I did comics with and yeah. stuff like that, Tom would never use Illustrator. Well, yeah, because, I mean, for making comics... He would just use Photoshop. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Well, until I found... What I did was is I ink my stuff. Yeah. But even then, after you scan and stuff, it's still a scanned drawing. Yeah. Uh, you send it over to Illustrator and you do a live trace. That way, mm-hmm. everything is nice and clean. Yeah. I showed Tom that, and that's how Tom started doing his art inking and stuff. Okay. He actually would start putting it through, and then he would port it back over to Photoshop to do his draw to do his uh, filling of colors. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. <clears throat> it it does. I mean, this is this is amateur stuff we're doing. Yeah. And so, yeah. I and eventually, what I would do with my own comics when I drew them like that for things was i would hand draw them i would mm-hmm. uh i got to a point though where i stopped uh drawing ever like i only penciled everything and then mm-hmm. i took it through a scanner and i drew it all on the computer i think i drew it all hand in photoshop shipped it over to illustrator 
live traced it so everything was clean mm -hmm. and then shipped it back over to Photoshop so I could do all my shading and my color yeah, and things yeah, like yeah. that. That makes sense. But like to, what, for what Tom does to color his comic, he just does the fill bucket. He does the paint bucket essentially. Yeah. I don't do that. I actually do layers where I actually color everything by hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I do another layer for shading and things mm -hmm. like that. And that's what I do with uh, Procreate as yeah. well. The paint bucket makes sense for, I guess, doing the flats, but then you do a lot more shading than he... At least oh, Tom doesn't even do shading. Yeah. Unless it's like a satur uh, um, Unless it's like a cover, or it is a specific piece that he's working on, but yeah. for his comic, it's all solid colors. Well, yeah, he'll do gradients, I suppose. Like yes, when he needs to. But, yeah. But, no, and I, I guess, like, I... I, I like the, his style and that I guess he doesn't do a lot of shading, but, uh, and so it, it makes sense that he does it the way he does it. It's yes. fine. But yeah, that's interesting. I know. Uh, uh but yeah, I mean, I, I still, I'm still learning how to do shading. Shading is still, my favorite thing to do is coloring. Yeah. But shading, light sourcing, mm -hmm. it's so hard. And to see yeah. people just know it instantly. Yeah. And there are people I'm, tr I have to teach myself how to do it. Whereas, I've got friends that they just instantly know, or like comic books, like yeah. say Lee draws. Lee is very good at, uh, like I'm looking at one of your line arts and stuff. Yeah. He is really good at the shadows, the solid blacks. Yeah. Where yeah. you just have a light source. I struggle with that so much. Yeah. I, the funny thing is, like, I mean, I feel like most people probably look at those and you can tell that something's off, but, like, I can't, I, I would never be able to say, like, the lighting's off. Yep. I was just like, this looks weird. I would I need to why. point it out. Yeah, like, I, I would know that it looks weird, but I don't, I wouldn't know why. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same thing with probably, like, bad lettering kind of thing. It's just like, I don't know how to fix this. I can just, I just know that it's bad. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, it, it's always interesting to me, like, just illustrators that you can tell have been doing it for a long time. Uh, I had a, I had a bold boss that was, that was getting into like photorealistic painting. Mm. Uh, and he, he would like post his paintings online and like people would just be like, your lighting's off. He's like, I literally painted a photo. <laughs> like this is how the lighting was in the photograph. I, I, I can flat out say that I can't tell. Like I've seen that too. Yeah. Like I watch uh, corridor crew on YouTube, which yeah. I've talked about before. Uh, their special their special effects house. Yes, yes. They do a thing where they react to special effects. They can pinpoint incorrect light sources on CGI. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's horrible, and it's on CGI. Yeah. Yes, they can point it out. I can't. And yeah. the same thing with comics or art things. I can't uh, because I try and handle light sources and shading and stuff like that. I I can tell my own, mm -hmm. but I can't tell someone else. Sure, okay. I can't see it. So, man, if, if I had someone go, your light sourcing's wrong, and it's like, well, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> no, and that's, I think that's the number one reason why I probably never, I would have probably really enjoyed coloring, but, like, I think I watched one guy uh, color, like, just in high school. He was, like, he was just sitting there bored, and he, he, was, he was, you know, that kid in high school that always has the co the copic markers in his pocket no uh he's just that kid guy and i was just watching him color one day and i was just like and he was just like switching out colors and just doing the shading on the fly and i was just like yeah i guess i'm never gonna color ever again i can't fathom <laughs> those people that can do shading and stuff like that with markers yeah i watch them i yeah. watch live streams of people doing it and uh, it's like 
it's like four markers and they make an entire realistic piece and it's like yeah how how can you do that with like man i'm exact i'm exaggerating probably like 10 markers but still it's like yeah how how can you do that i have uh one of one of the drawings i've had commissioned like the, somebody did that really well sorry I'm, I'm getting stuff off of a shelf Jixer threw his photo of him and his wife off and well, it knocked it over, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have it here. Where is it? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I can't find it. Where is it? No, that's going to bother me. Anyway. Um, yeah, no. It's always... Wow. I'm just throwing expensive art. Yeah, good gravy. You're, that, that almost was lost. It almost was. There we go. Um, no, that's... Really, yeah, that's, that's always neat to see that stuff. Um... I'm trailing off. I don't know. What? Uh, I have something. How many? What are we? How, how are we looking for time? Fifteen more minutes, probably. Okay. I have a. I have something I want to talk to you about. Oh, okay. So, uh, I I found uh, a book came out that I learned about. Oh, okay. And um, they're doing something really unique with it. Mm-hmm. So I followed for a long time group uh, like Funhouse and stuff. Yeah. And one of the members was let go last year. Okay. Due to, I guess, how I want to say is breaking company code of conduct. Oh. And he did. Funhouse code of conduct. Well, Rooster Teeth code of conduct, and okay. they're they're a Time Warner company now. Oh. Wow. So him and another guy got fired for some pretty controversial things. Okay. Well, one of them, he disappeared for a year, mm-hmm. and he just came back, and he made he's been making videos on YouTube discussing that, you know, he's seeing help for addiction and mental problems and stuff like that but he's been writing a book and he released it it's called rook by uh aaron marquis and adam kovic adam kovic is who i'm talking about aaron marquis is also a rooster teeth employee that left the company Mm -hmm. i believe he just quit Mm -hmm. and they made a book that i actually was going to recommend that maybe we both read eventually okay it's a sci-fi book it's got robots okay yes it's a novel (laughs) and here's the thing about it they've talked about this in a bunch of the videos they made Mm -hmm. on pages of the book as you're reading there's qr codes okay you look at the qr code and it'll take you to a audio or video commentary discussion of what they're doing okay okay yeah yeah, and the book is physical and digital. I checked it out. It's on. Uh, it's four ninety nine digitally, mm-hmm. and physically and digitally, the QR codes are there. I'm not sure how the QR codes work for digital. If you can just mm-hmm. press on them, oh, and they yeah. will link, or if you have to pull your phone out and take a picture with it. I'm yeah. not sure. I wonder too if you do a screenshot, if it'll still recognize it. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, interesting. But either way, it's there. Yeah, and it's really cool to listen to these guys talk. Like, I I mean, and I, Tom knows Adam Kovic, too, and he, yeah, he did some inappropriate things at work. Okay. And uh, I can honestly say that, like, it's nothing compared to, like, the Me Too stuff. Okay. It's not. He just, he broke his code of, con- he broke the, the code of conduct. Okay. And he's back, and I've been following his videos, because honestly... I, I think people can deserve a second chance as sure. long as you like you know he you know let's just say he cheated on his wife okay, okay. and so that's kind of where I'll go with what it is he disappeared he went away you know he's been seeking help yeah so and, he's trying to make and, and it's not like he's his trying wife, to change himself and yes his wife him. didn't leave him sure like they and he's been helping and with this book uh, they said for every sale, 10% goes to a mental health foundation to help That's people neat. out. Okay. So I, I've looked up what this book is about and things like that. But the thing that really threw me off 
or not threw me off, but intrigued me, was the fact of putting QR codes all throughout your book, like 20 yeah, of them. Sure. And it links. And I found that fascinating. And I've wondered, have you heard of uh, stuff like that, where people are doing that? The only thing I can think of that was similar to that was the Final Fantasy Nine strategy guide. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't QR codes because they didn't exist yet. But like, links to, like, website or something like that? The, so, on yeah, on the page, there's just these... Re- so, like, bas- that was so dumb, though, because you're basically paying for two-thirds of the of the strategy guide. Yeah. Because the rest of it's online. Yeah. And it was really dumb, because I didn't really play that game. Or no. Final Fantasy IX, that was like also 2000 or it, something it like that. It was a very long time ago. It's yeah. dial-up internet. Yeah, it was during dial-up. Yep. And so I didn't have... I don't believe I had the internet, or like I don't think we had a computer when I had that game. Yeah. So I used the strategy guide as best I could, you know, for what, what, what it was for me. Mm-hmm. And then I played it years later, maybe when I was in college, I'm not sure, and I still had the guide, so I was using it. And I was like, oh, I have the internet now. But... The website didn't no longer existed. <laughs> it, like it was the official PlayStation, like uh, it was something like Play Online, I think is what it was called. That's when you have to go back to the Wayback Machine website and but, try and find uh, it. Well, the thing is, is like so. So I googled it and I found out somebody had archived it. Yep. But that was even down. Like oh, the archive geez. wasn't even there anymore. That's when you're just gonna have to go to a stratguide.com or something so, like that and find everything. Yeah, but like it was just du- uh, it was just dumb because like I paid for this content yeah. technically, but it, it no longer exists. And so then I the only thing that that's just the only thing I can think of is like somebody's gonna get this book 20, 30 years from now yeah. and want that content and it's not gonna be there. Yeah. Which nowadays. It's a little harder now, especially, like, well, if what they're doing is, I believe it's linking to YouTube videos. So, in theory, then it's there. If you However, don't, de- Yeah, if you don't delete your video, then it's always going to be on there because YouTube's not disappearing. Well, maybe. I mean... Not in the, I mean, it's, it's almost... YouTube's almost 20 years old now. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, when you, when but, you start talking about technology for companies, like, you know, there, there was a time when we would say that, like, Microsoft's not going anywhere, and but then, like... Not that Microsoft has gone anywhere, but it's just it's a shell yeah. of what it used to be. But the thing with their book is, it's not like you need to listen to those. It's yeah. an option. It's like it's interview. It's yeah. those two are. It's those two writers interviewing each other. Sure. And I again, I don't know if the QR code links no, to yeah, YouTube or maybe it links. It's still digital. And sure. it will just uh, it, it might just be a podcast or something like that. Yeah, well, and that's a common thing. Um, people aren't really doing audiobooks anymore. They're doing, uh, I, from what I guess, they're called patio books, which sounds like pot potty, like you're going to the bathroom. But um, no, that's a that's a thing now. So you it, they're uh, subscription based podcasts. Yeah. So you pay to have access mm-hmm. to the podcast, and then it gives then the. Um, the writer, I guess, the ability to make money on the book before the audiobook is ready. Okay. So like you're, cause, um, I heard an interview with a right with a, an, a, an author of a book mm-hmm. and she was actively putting out the episode or the chapters. Yeah. Um, and so, cause the, uh, the, the interviewer was, he was just like, Oh, I'm so excited about each episode as it comes out. And I was just like, Oh, so the audio book's not even done. <laughs> like she's just releasing it as she gets each chapter read, mm-hmm. which I find very interesting. And I think like, if I ever write, get a book finished, I, I might try that. I, I yes. Well, since I'm working on a book, mm-hmm. I thought the idea was pretty fascinating, especially yeah, on yeah, my yeah. end, okay. where if I had, say, QR codes in my children's book, maybe yeah. the digital format, that could be interesting. then when you hit it, mm-hmm. it'll actually link 
to Billy the Zombie, uh, youtube.com slash Billy Zombie Boy, because yeah. that's actually a thing I actually have. Thank oh, you. Nice, nice. And uh, it could actually cut to my recordings of me drawing that very page. That would be neat. You could yes. also have it linked to, like, uh, pages like uh, pages to print for, like, uh, like to make coloring books yep. or something like that. I or, thought about that. Or, like, you could make, like, a mask... That they could cut color and yep. cut out, and like you know, anything di- yeah. any digital. I asset. thought that would be yeah. neat, and I don't mean like That'd every really cool. page, but that was something yeah. I thought of with my own children's books since I've had to start from scratch really over it. Yeah. I thought about maybe every few pages, maybe doing a QR code, which yeah, will yeah. link to maybe a behind the scenes of me drawing that very page. Yeah. Or something like that, or if I want to do other content later, because I want to get the book physically made, but I've also thought I probably need to make a PDF book. I probably need to see sure. if I can get a book released digitally as well. Yeah. That's an easier thing to do nowadays. And then if I need to, I can add stuff later, like coloring, like take that page and your kids can color it, yeah. or have a mask or something like that. And I can go back and I can update that digital book with new content. Oh, sure. Yeah. And that's one thing I've thought about doing because I became fascinated with their discussion of what they're doing mm-hmm. with Q, uh, QR codes because yeah. I've never used one. Except for work. We have them at work. Mm-hmm. But I've never used them on my personal basis. They're, but yeah. They're, it, I mean, it's a, it's, it's they, a new thing, in, with quotes, but it's a universal code. Yeah. And the thing was, is my one of my friends and I were talking about, like, I was talking about how stupid barcode tattoos are. Sure. They are the dumbest looking thing. Mm-hmm. And I said, watch, wait, QR code tattoos will be the next thing. Oh, they, I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. They are. Here's the thing. That's dumb as shit. <laughs> However, I found a picture of one. It was a QR code on someone's body that said, in case of death, scan. And when you do, it goes to their will and instructions. That's not a bad idea. That is a brilliant idea, and I love that. And it's and my buddy. Go, I told my buddy that, and he goes, yeah, but you got to depend on your website still being up. Yes, but that's not hard to do. If it's a basic free website, you can probably yeah. keep it going. But mm-hmm. if you have a living will that you want to use as a video, you link your will to like a YouTube video yeah. or just something, and it will give all the instructions of what to do. Yeah. Or And you know what? If it's... if um, and it will give instructions, like say you have a, a safety deposit box that has all your bank account information or something, yeah. and only this person can activate it, can use it. There's your thing. But if it also is like say like me, my will is here's all this stuff. Also, uh, no funeral, no grave. Just get rid of it. Don't waste the don't waste the earth on someone because that's I personally believe in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't believe in graves. Sure. And I don't believe in funerals. So, but yeah, that's an interesting way of doing it. No, it is. Yeah, that is. That's a really interesting uh, tattoo idea. And there's a lot of things you can do with that. Uh, yeah, like, isn't there? Yeah, wills or linking to a video. Um, I'm just gotta it. make sure that tattoo keeps up because it'll start getting blurry. But yeah, it would have to be kind of big, and you'd have to like. I feel like it would have to be a pretty simple URL. Like you couldn't because you can make real big QR codes. Like you could put a whole paragraph. Hy-V like has one the size of a car, like a grocery store. They yeah. have ones that are size of cars. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, if you use a basic one, if you have that, if you have that code, and then mm-hmm. you just keep it up to date and things like that. But That's it is interesting. Yeah. It is one of those weird things, and maybe this is getting a little Big Brother. But boy, my brain started firing where it's like, how are we all not assigned a universal digital? It's got to happen eventually. We have social security. Numbers. We have social security numbers, but <laughs> we can't like publicize those essentially it's not someone will steal your id but 
when are we going to get to a point where we have the Hitman serial number on us oh. or the QR code on our body where you can actually or we have a personal QR code symbol where you someone hits that and it has your driver's license, your insurance, your passport, yeah. everything digitally. So you go to the airport, you don't have to carry all that crap with you. You just use your phone, you hold up and you slide through and it identifies who you are. Yeah. And you can get around. That's got to come. Uh, That's got to be in I, the next 20 years. I would argue that the technology exists. It does. Yes, I think um, it does. And and it, uh, not to, I don't think we need to talk about it, but the, and we don't have time, but no. the Mark Zuckerberg or Facebook thing with Meta that, yeah. that just happened. So the Metaverse, Web3, like that's what that technology would be, like could yes. be used for. Uh, and the fact that Facebook has embraced it. Also, just the fact that cryptocurrency is accepted by some pretty big brands now. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think Home Depot, Whole Foods. There's kiosks. Yeah. Well, there's My buddy, I was on the phone with a friend of mine who's a sales rep, and he's yeah. like, uh, he, he stopped talking. I said, dude, are you there? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm staring at a fucking Bitcoin kiosk. Yep. And I was like, Bitcoin what? Bitcoin ATMs, yep. Yes. Yeah. He took a picture and sent it to me. So there's one in town? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's becoming a thing. And the thing, though, is like Web Web 3, uh, getting into like uh, uh, smart contracts mm-hmm. tied to, um, I don't know. I don't know enough about it to like really say too much right now. But like I can see that, you know, people having, the, uh, yeah, like little QR code sort of situation. A universal identification. Yeah, and, and where you're storing that information publicly on the blockchain and nobody can hack it. So no. like, it's yours, it's there, yeah. and everyone can see it. If, yeah, if I can see that happening. If it's backed by Facebook, mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it. I think it should just be a government or a, um, a universal thing. I, yeah. Because I don't, not like, because Bitcoin, in my opinion, Bitcoin's corrupt. Uh, Facebook's corrupt. These places, they're just trying to... Why is Bitcoin corrupt? I don't think you understand what Bitcoin is. Well, Bitcoin's created by someone who wants to do it. And that's kind of my thing. Dogecoin, stuff like that. Okay, okay. I think it's made by an individual who is looking to make money. And Uh, that's it. No, you don't understand what it is. I don't don't trust it. Um, I certainly don't. It's open. I have friends that all have it. I know you have it. I don't trust it because here's the thing. I I like my money physically. Uh, Sure, sure, sure. EMP knocks out. Yeah, you don't have anything. I have things. You don't have squat. No, I, I don't disagree with that statement. Uh, that's why, I mean, it's one of those things is don't put your eggs in them. I mean, this, I, you know, I'm I'm investing in stocks yeah. uh, with my 401k, but like... EMP yeah, goes out. Like you don't have said. stocks. I have stocks. Exactly. I have corn stocks. You don't have squat. <laughs> do, you, do you also have gold bars? Yes. <laughs> uh, or gold coins. Uh, I keep them all in my teeth and my fillings. That's a good idea. Uh, all right, we're hitting an hour. Although, I guess we were recording for a little while. Before. Yeah, we recorded like 10, 15 minutes before we did. I Although, I think your kids are back. Yeah, my family, so we're gonna, we need to eat. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what else to talk about, necessarily? <laughs> that was just something I thought of. Was that is no. an interesting idea, though. The QR codes in a book. Um, also, a QR code tattoo sounds very intriguing. It's interesting. But, yeah, I was just thinking about that, too, of going, yeah. like, we should have some kind of universal thing. But well, sure I just will. I just don't believe in anything that exists right now, especially if it's in, it's it's part of social media where the owner and CEO oh. of it all is constantly in court having to <laughs> having to pay to stop being in prison essentially well, anymore. There's that, and I, I don't know that I would trust Facebook in particular just because no. they're in the business of selling data, and yep. so I don't need them to be selling my data like that. But 
but I could see if it's uh, if it's if it's decentralized, if it's owned by either the government or and if it's universal, that's the, the biggest fact that it's problem. Universal, would be universal because yeah. our money isn't universal. Yeah, it's not our our information. We have social security numbers. The rest of the world doesn't. They mm-hmm. either have something else, but then again, yes. not every American has social security numbers. <laughs> Go find the Amish. They don't have them, and they're fine with it. They can get one at the age of 18. It's a choice. I didn't know they didn't have them. No, Amish don't have them. Huh. But when they hit 18, they have an option to get one. Well, they have the option to leave their faith. Post the age of 18. Leave, leave the community, right? Yeah, them and the Mennonites. They both have a well, choice. Well, Mennonites are... Yeah, wait, we don't have to get into this. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, they... Like, certain people don't... I think Hawaii... Doesn't Hawaii not have birth certificates and shit like that? Uh, well, I, I don't know. I, I, Hawaii... Hawaii is a strange place. Yeah. So, but it's, uh... Well, I remember oh, that was the big Barack Obama thing. Um, well... <laughs> and that's the only reason that comes to my head is, like, didn't they say, like, it's because he was born in Hawaii or something like that? that was a thing. Uh, uh, no, it's just, I, I, as if that, and that's the biggest problem is we will never be on the same page as everyone else in the world, but it would be very well, nice if we could passports are universal. Something will happen, whether or not it's backed by the governments. Um, and I, I suspect it will be web three, which is cryptocurrency like related. Um, so I don't know. I, that's what I think is going to happen. Like that's where it will happen. If it's going to happen. The, biggest problem i have with mostly cryptocurrency is it's similar to the same problem that's with our own currency yeah it goes up and down too much yeah 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 but like the technology tomorrow it could be worth zero or negative and then you're screwed the thing about the technology that it's based on though it, it doesn't necessarily have to rely on the currency itself it's just the technology that governs it is what will be the technology yeah. that governs what you're talking about. well it's also just the thing that kind of annoys me because i have a friend he's also in he has like i think he has like five thousand dollars he told me in dogecoin somehow sure yeah. yeah he sold a bunch of it but he also bought it when it was nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. and now and he has a one, ton that was one that went crazy and people made a lot of money off of it and it, yeah. was, it started off as just a joke yeah um and then but, it kind of tanked right after it jumped and it, i don't yeah. know what it's worth much now no but it's 40 cents if that uh but okay. it's one of those things where it's only worth something because a bunch of people who are investing say it is well that's the same thing with the dollar the dollar is only worth anything because i agree that this is worth a dollar yeah but at least that has history behind it. Yes. Whereas Bitcoin has 10 years, if that. 20. Is it really 20? I believe so. And it uh, it's based on the- like the theories behind how it works are very, very, very old. Like, yeah. Uh, it, it's a lot of um, the algorithms and just the way it works. It's got a weird history. Isn't it annoying that we live in our society where there's 10,000 currencies probably? And then we like sci-fi stuff where there's one currency on one planet. Like yeah, we all can't just be on the same page with absolutely I think, anything. I, well, and the thing too is like I think that that's what annoys me the most about uh, cryptocurrencies is it's just like there are so many. But the thing is, is they they serve different purposes. Um, so like you would need. Like, I mean, the purpose of Dogecoin is that it's a joke, but then, like... Yeah, but now it's not because it actually is money, but there's so many. Like, every... What is it? I think every other week, if that, or every week, I see some other asshole trying to create his own crypto coin. Well, it's because anybody can. Yeah, anyone can. And the, but the, the legitimate ones that are actually worthwhile serve a, a very strict purpose often. 
Um, like Ethereum has the ability to, to have smart contracts tied to them, and so then that's you're getting uh, that's how what NFTs are kind of based on, and so then that's where you're getting <laughs> NFTs are bad though. Why are they bad? They're bad for the environment. Okay. Yeah. I've learned about that really because Hasbro yeah, yeah, yeah. just announced their first NFT product. And Hasbro's been on an environmental kick, and that's I had to look it up because I didn't understand it. Yeah, but I've, NFTs, I've not looked too hard. And it's pretty that. hazardous to the environment, sure. and so okay. there's a lot of controversy. But then again, it's what it is. Well, but. then then you have uh, Solana, which is a new like a newer one that is kind of trying to fix those problems. I don't know if it's fixed necessarily like the environment problem, but it's uh, it's cheaper, it's faster. Um, and that's basically it. But it's a weird yeah. thing that it's just this dumb thing that we yeah. have now yeah. where yeah. it's oh hey I don't like the current currency I'm gonna create my own and it's like how about uh, we fix how about no, how about we fix the currency we currently have well, instead of no constantly gonna, trying to create new ones. Nobody's going to agree on how to fix it. Nobody's going to agree on on current on cryptocurrency that's, though either. And that's and that's what's irritating about it and that's the problem. Yeah, know? it's like hey I'm going to create my own. And then, like you said, anyone can. Mm -hmm. So even though Bitcoin's the, one of the biggest ones, um, in another five years, there's going to be like another thousand. And they're all going to be competing. And it's all going to be getting spread out sort more. Of, yeah. and, and, and then it's like, well, the U.S. dollar isn't worth anything. And it's like, gee, I wonder why. Maybe because all these asshole nerds are creating their own currency, which is throwing everything off. Sure. And... And, and it's like, and then you know what? Yeah, in 10 to 20 years, people are going to be going, what I just said, we just fixed our own currency. We wouldn't have this problem. Yeah. And it's like, instead. Well, it, it comes down to, like, the, the, the cryptocurrencies that don't serve a purpose should die out. Yeah. Uh, and, and the then, one, but and instead the you have that, Dogecoin, which should have died out instead. And then, yeah. Well, and then you have Shiba, which was kind of like somebody trying to do dogecoin but with a purpose and that one just skyrocketed and some people made a lot of money off of it for some reason but i, I think the ones that serve real purposes uh will be fine and the the thing is is like as long as they're used correctly so like you can you can make a currency a cryptocurrency that's just specific for like in-game purposes uh -huh. like in video games and that's fine. Yeah. But then that means people are going to start buying it and trading it and selling it on eBay or wherever, like on the exchanges, um, as if it's a real currency, and then it's going to become a real currency. So like, it, you need to like have these like really strict rules, which I suppose is possible with like um, the 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 contracts and stuff with them. But I don't know. Someday, like, so the guy who created Bitcoin, they're going to find out he did something really shitty. And he's gonna get cancel cultured. And uh, it's not well, nobody knows who he penny. is, and he doesn't have any signs of ever revealing who he is. That's good. I did see the current. I saw the most current picture of the Doge dog. Oh, that's kind of sad. That dog's old as shit. Oh, I didn't know that. It's a real dog. Well, oh, okay, poor guy. Reddit put a post picture. Oh. Says, "Here's our boy now," and yeah, it's a pretty old looking oh. dog. I think that picture of that that dog meme is yeah that dog meme is probably over ten years old so yeah, yeah that dog's pushing probably like fourteen or fifteen now so he's looking a little old yeah instead of looking like he's like happy like this he's looking yeah. like this uh, yeah it's a little sad looking okay. yeah know. okay we should wrap up I guess yeah so um, I forgot to say at the beginning go to our website buy our stuff merch cool okay uh, other than that thanks for listening. Oh, Matt just showed me a picture of his nephew. He's dressed as Marty McFly. And he is asleep. It's not even time to trick-or-treat yet.
Well, they're also an hour away. They're also an hour behind us. Uh, so, so he's probably just regular nap time. It's 4 o'clock, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.